hi guys welcome to my podcast today i am happy to actually have you listen so let me start by apologizing why i haven't put up my podcast since um last week wednesday i mean the wednesday that just passed the saturday wednesday you know i'm supposed to bring like every saturday and wednesday so i sincerely apologize for not being able to put up my podcast earlier on due to some technical issues that were beyond my control but yes i already fixed all those thank you for staying through to me and you know everyone who's been checking up and like what's happening to our podcast why is it not coming up so yeah your podcast is finally up here you go um a beautiful morning afternoon evening wherever you're listening or tuning from it's wednesday and you know what time it is i bring you amazing podcast for your listening pleasure so hard talk is always coming to you on wednesday and thursdays and the essence of this hard talk is to be able to share what we're not comfortable talking about in our society so i come from a part in africa called nigeria in nigeria there are some things we really do not talk about you know and you don't really know how much solution you can provide unless you talk about it, right? So we, in this part of um, the world where I come from, a lot of things happen in our societies and we really don't talk about it. In fact, we've learned to live with it. It's like a norm. It's like a normal thing. So everyone is roaming on the streets of whatever part of Nigeria you are in and they are comfortable. Nobody wants to talk about it because, you know, when you talk about it, you know what is coming after you. But I just thought of helping, you know, each day I wake up, I'm always asking myself, how do I prefer solutions? How do I prefer solutions to humanity? How is my existence on this earth relevant to humanity? Am I, am I, am I bringing societal relevance? Why am I, like, I always want to know people who hang around me, what do they benefit? How am I making impact in their life? Because it's one thing to have people around you and it's another thing to be able to profess solution. Let people feel that impact. Let people know that why you're their friends or why you're their partners, why you're their husbands or wives or boyfriend or girlfriend. Let people around you feel that impact, all right? So that's why I created this platform to be able to talk about things that people really don't get the chance to talk about. But you know what? On this platform, you're totally free to talk about it. So thank you so much, everyone who actually stayed put. Thank you so much. You're listening to my podcast for everyone who supported throughout the launching period. And I'm so, so, so grateful. So let me go straight into today's podcast. What are we talking about today? So today's podcast is actually... Um, very 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 crucial it's so important to me so personal right everything i put out on this podcast is actually from a place of either pain love experience you know just something i just feel and i just want to share it because i don't know who it would be of importance to yeah so um i did a few questionnaires to a couple of friends and i just asked them i had like a 10 um website but just put out a question to um, to them like 10 questions and I wanted to know what they I wanted to know their opinions on what I was about to put I wanted to know what they actually think and you know and so when I put out that questionnaire a lot of people were like oh my god you should really not talk about this 
you shouldn't say anything about this this is not something you talk about it's going to be hard people are like don't say anything about this i'm like okay that's the kind of review i want that's what i want to actually hear you know that one thing that people are not comfortable talking about that's what i really wanted to talk about so people are like no don't put it out some people will have to, you know, some people have to have like different opinions about you people really like it people might come after you i'm like you know what i'm trying to help so if you're coming after me at least you know that it's for good i i actually did help so when you're coming after me you have to ask yourself what have you actually done what have you done in your little space in your little corner to help out with what is going on in our society in nigeria so um today's podcast is strictly going to be on something that i had to man up right so let me just go straight into it and it's it's I titled this one leave if you can right um i i i titled this leave if you can with the hashtag l-i-y-c now when i put leave if you can a lot of people will be thinking leave what like what are you leaving what are you what are you trying to leave or what exactly are you talking about so in this context the leave if you can i'm talking about migrating out of the country wherever you're listening to this podcast from it might be your country you're not comfortable with what your country has to offer right you don't like what they are giving to you maybe if you're working in the health sector entertainment wherever you're working and you really don't like you feel like there is more to what you can do right you feel like you offer more but you get less because of the economy of the country so it's okay to actually migrate to that country that you are very sure that is what your energy time value and resources so it's okay to migrate there and then make your profit see the truth of the matter is as human beings we deserve the best right the first thing is to be able to tell yourself that you deserve the best so in this context leave if you can my case study is actually my own country nigeria so most times i advise young people i advise young people to actually leave the country if they really don't find it conducive and comfortable anymore right you can't be in your country first of all and you're struggling it's already a slap on the government of that country how can i even be in my country and i'm still suffering i'm like a slave in my own country right and I look at most people, like most of my friends in other countries, and they're like, oh, I got this scholarship. Oh, I got this. Oh, I got that. And I'm wondering, is there something different? Is there something they are doing and I am not doing, right? You know, most times when we complain, people are like, oh, if you want change, you, do you get to change yourself? You don't have to wait for the government. I am getting to change myself by leaving the country. I am getting to change myself by migrating, right? You know? They won't even let you do some um, community development projects. When you try to do something on my streets, I've had a very, very, very nice man actually want to walk on the street road. And, you know, he started by calling people on the streets and all. He even went as far as getting community leaders, you know, trying to carry them along. So it doesn't just look as if he had to do the project all by himself. Now, he's carrying them along. It's not because he wants them to put it down. He's carrying them along because he just wants them to know, okay, this is what I'm about to do with my own resources. And guess what? He's gone halfway into the project and all of a sudden, the, 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 the jurisdiction, the community jurisdiction just 
came in and they're like, no, you can't carry on this project. You have to go to the state, blah, 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 and all of that. I think that was heartbreaking. Now, this is a road that has been under development. It has been underdeveloped for almost six years, right? And people have been, people have been moving on that road and nobody has actually taught to repair the road. Whenever it rains, it's always so flooded. It's just not so nice. And then somebody decides to do something. You're not even supporting. He's not even asking for support. The least you can actually give him is a go-ahead. But instead, what did they do? They come after you and throw tongues and stones. And, you know, it's so heartbreaking. So when you see situations like that, you really wouldn't want to actually do. Like, you wouldn't really want to actually commit yourself to some things. But I say to people, it's not enough reason for you not to actually still help if you can right it's better you actually try because you really don't know how much to what extent you can go unless you try right for some people people come in and then dismantle the entire project while for some people it actually goes smooth smoothly right it all depends on different circumstances entirely regardless i still i still suggest that you try right so when you are talking about um leaving the country you know, in the country where really things are really not happening for you, right? People are really not going to support you and all of that. My advice to young people is leave if you can. When I put out this question yes to my friend, asking them what they think about it, like, oh, this baby about to shake and, you know, all of that. But it came from a level of experience. It came from a level of pain, a place of pain, you know, for somebody to actually come out boldly and then put it up that. You need to actually leave the country for you to get a better life. It's a slap to my own self as a citizen of that country. I I see other countries how they treat their citizens. Um, I have been away in like two countries outside Nigeria, and I just I I, I it made me wonder. I say I start to think like I was like okay. Usually, I'm this kind of person. I always ask when when I hear my friends talk about how bad the economy is and how they are suffering and all of that. I'm always telling them. I'm always that person to encourage you, right? I'm that person to tell you, oh, there's always a way out. There's always a way out. You can always do something about it. But you know, I spent a few days outside the country and I just it got me thinking each morning. And I'm like, where did we actually get it wrong? It took us 30 years to get to where we are right now. So I'm asking, is it going to take us another 30 years to get to where we want to go, right? And I'm asking, where do we all get it wrong? What is it we are not doing right? I had to even make friends in this one. And I'm trying to ask them. They really don't even know why I'm trying to get into conversations with them. Because I want to know how they actually got developed. And one funny response I got from somebody was like, he said that he really does not know that he was born here. He had free educations, free health treatments, and then he's actually working and they, they, they get paid you know the kind of life they live is because they can afford it because their salaries or whatever source of income they have would be able to cater for their needs they don't live all those high life because they can they live it because they always have a means of getting it back now it got me thinking i'm like okay you 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 were born <laughs> and you just start having free education and free medical attention healthcare, everything free and i'm wondering how so if you have all those free um education health care all the resources to make things free 
how were they put in place that's to tell you that this particular set of people have prepared they've been preparing themselves from day one they did not just wake up one morning to start having free education and guess what they gained their independence even later they gained it very late than we actually did gain ours so I'm like, where did we, you know, when I start to talk about these things with people and I get a lot of people laugh at me, I'm like, why are you guys laughing? Don't you guys feel concerned? Are you guys not even, why are you people even laughing, right? I mean, I don't know how it's funny to some people, but to me, it's heartbreaking because I'm like, it's not even really because of me. Because most times when I do things, I want to take it from beyond me. Let it not be about me, 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 me. Let it not be about my family, me, me, me. Let it be about people, the next person. How am I able to make the next person feel good? Okay? How am I able to make the next person feel okay? Like, that is even my main concern. Because everybody, the truth of the matter is, an average comfortable person can just cater for himself. And you know what? Shut the next person up. But then the next person you're shutting up has a bright future. That person can actually be the person who will deliver our country tomorrow. So when I'm shutting you up, how am I even able? If I shut you up, what happens to the next generation? What happens to our children? What happens to people who are coming after us? How do we even prepare a place conducive for them to grow in? Out of 10 persons, I know, out of 10 persons, 10 persons have each person that wants to leave the country. If you have 10 people, they have... If each or each and every one of them have one person who is planning on going to Canada or going to the US or going to the UK or what have you, you know, and it's so 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 hard that almost all the youth in Nigeria are planning on leaving the country. Then who are the leaders of tomorrow? Who is going to take us to the promised land? Who is going to take us to where we want to go to if everybody is planning on leaving the country? And I was at this point, I said, you know what? If you have to leave, then leave. If you can leave my friend in the uk actually said that the college from which she graduated from sent her on scholarship to the u.s to study on scholarship now the essence of this scholarship is for her to return back to uk and work and get paid as a medical doctor in the uk and i'm like holy shit did they send you on a scholarship just like my university is sending you on a scholarship to the u.s to actually be a big time medium mogul and then come back to nigeria and get a job and you know be in the biggest broadcast firm i'm like sounds like a great idea but you know we do not have the resources for that let's be honest with ourselves we do not have the resources those things are not even in place so you can't even make that move and you know everybody wants to leave the country we have a lot of nigerian youth going outside the country to even make 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 a hell out of it I was in one of the countries and then I just got talking with the taxi driver because he was taking me around as a tourist and then I was speaking with the taxi driver and there was one thing the taxi driver said that really broke my heart. He said that a lot of people, that most African, because he was an African, he was a, he was a country in Africa, he said that most of our African brothers actually come into this country and then they import drugs and then they make the, local, the locals in the country work for them by selling and distributing these drugs and you know i was so curious to actually ask okay what part of african country like what part of your african brothers and he said nigeria i hadn't even told him that i was a nigerian because i couldn't anymore out of shame right because these people actually go there tarnish the image and then make other good people feel like they're also bad people like it was so 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 crazy 
and he told me there were nigerians they had other people from european countries but that the prominent the prominent people like the dominating people that actually bring in these drugs are nigerians he mentioned nigerians kenyans but he said nigerians were where they were the highest they were the highest number of people who go and bring in drugs and then bring it into their country they actually do ship it in and when they get in here they already have locals who are working for them so it breaks my heart to hear this kind of things if there were jobs in nigeria i don't think an average nigerian youth would actually go to the extent of importing drugs or do drug dealing for a living i'm not sure any nigerian parents would be comfortable with his or her child being a drug dealer i'm not sure because those days our parents had to walk their asses out to ensure that they were able to provide for us but this day it's a different ball game entirely it's a different ball game entirely it's different these days we really don't even work most of the people don't even work because they do legit stuff to actually make ends meet we don't even work at all because what are we even working for I'm not trying to make excuses for the youth in Nigeria. I'm not saying do not work. Once you get the chance to say the best thing that would happen to you as a youth trying to survive in Nigeria, get something. Find something. Find something you can do. If it's business, get it. If you want to be an entrepreneur, get it. If you're working 9 to 5, get it. If you're working from the financial market, get it. But make sure that what you are doing is actually legit. Because <laughs> Nigeria is a country that when they find any way you can actually make um and maybe if they find any way how you if they just figure out that you're doing something they come after you they want to know if it's legit or not if you're doing well or not right they want to actually know if what you're doing they want to know what you're doing they just want to know everything is happening around you so leave if you can leave the country leave if you can leave like leave if you know that this place is no longer comfortable for you it's not conducive anymore you can't survive it's hard and as you're leaving also know that where you're going to <laughs> because it's a two-way thing if you're living here you feel like you can't survive anymore before you leave here make sure you have gathered your paperwork you've gathered what you're going to be doing there you've learned a skill because wherever you're living to it's not even gonna be that easy because they're gonna treat you like a foreigner they're gonna treat you like a foreigner you're not a tourist you're living for permanent residence you're living to study and most times when they when they're done studying they also want to like stay there but when you're going there just have it at the back of your mind that it's not a bed of roses over there it is not you have to get your shit together you have to have all your paperwork your skills you have to put yourself together because that where you're going to they are more coordinated than us you know when you go to a country where there is um um citizens right of way freedom of this freedom of that they give you all that freedom but beneath all those freedoms there are rules there are proper rules guiding them so it's not like a lawless society where you are even going to make sure that you have something doing you have a skill you have a profession you have something waiting for you most times i advise people who want to relocate to either canada or the us to stay here and actually get something doing there so that when you're going there you're either going to start schooling again or you're starting up a new life again just have something that you you really don't have to be stranded because at the when you get to the embassy they're going to be asking you well what are you going to canada to do what are you going to us to do well what's happening the next 21 days in dubai why are you here blah 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 to even make matters worse you tell them at the counter that you're from nigeria (laughs) girl (laughs) to make the matter worse you tell them you're nigerian you're nigerian 
they, 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 in fact, they just open a catalog of questions to start asking you. Like, I felt so embarrassed when I got to the counter when I was going, one of the places I was going to, I got to the counter and the lady just looked at me and said, you're Nigerian. I'm like, obviously, you're with a Nigerian passport, so I'm a Nigerian. And she's like, okay, what are you coming here to do? She, okay, she asked, okay, first of all, she asked me, how do you even know about this place? I'm like, who doesn't even know about, like, say, because we're very tiny on the map and then people don't, those kind of questions. And I looked behind me and I saw a lot of white people walk behind without being asked questions, you know. They didn't really ask them much questions. Some people just had to scan their bags in, scan themselves and then they move. So I'm like, what's making mine different? Is it because I said I was a Nigerian? <laughs> so you know how it's crazy over there. It's not even it's not even easy anywhere. But I tell you, there are a lot of better opportunities over there than here there are a lot of better opportunities over there that is why i always advise every young person leave if you can see the good thing about living is there is nothing as too late you can't say i've gotten to this particular age and i cannot leave because it's too late no there is no such thing as too late when it comes to leaving the country you are in if you are not comfortable with it because time waits for no one the clock is ticking time is moving you actually have to make hay while the sun shines there is no time so if you feel like you are not getting what you're supposed to get as a citizen of a particular country leave now i'm bringing it down personal close and personal leave nigeria if you can like if you know that you can you want to go further your studies you want to relocate permanent residence marriage whatever it is as long as you've done your your background check as long as you know what you're into you're not leaving there now when i say leave if you can please don't quote me wrong do not leave and go to other countries and cause nuisance in that country if you know you're gonna cause nuisance in that country stay back in your home country and deal with yourself and probably let one of the forces get you do not leave your country and then go to other countries and then make a hell out of that country because you keep tarnishing the image of other good nigerians that want to visit other places so on this podcast i'm honestly dedicating it to people that want to create better opportunities for themselves their children their families you know you must not suffer you're not entitled to suffering please leave if you can my auntie is actually a nurse she's been a nurse for the past 20 years in dubai and she, i spoke to her when i went to um dubai to see her i had a meeting with her and i was asking her what's her plan um where does she want to go to from the the funny thing she told me is that she wants to come back to nigeria and i was amazed i was like wow when people are actually talking about leaving the country you want to come back she said yes that that is her jerusalem that's what she told me that she wants to come back that she still believes that there is good in the land she's been working in the health sector for the past 30 years she's worked as a nurse and a midwife for the past 20 years in dubai so she's learned all the basic things that she needs to know about being a nurse or a midwife and she wants to come back to her home country she wants to build her hospital and she wants to give it the standard that every nigerian need but the problem she's having is if they can really really support her and afford it you know what i told her if this is what you've put your mind to which is a wonderful idea please come back because we really need this in this country i advised her i told her please come back because we really need this one of the things we are lacking in nigeria is proper medical attention we don't have an adequate medical attention just yesterday my neighbor they live in these tattered houses first of all i'm like 
I don't even want to go to the point where I start to ask myself, how do people even live in tattered houses? No, let's not even go there. Let's go to the fact where her child was actually converting. <laughs> this child, I don't know what happened, whether it was lack of food, proper um, medical attention. I don't even know what made this child. This child is not even up to, this child is not up to two years. Let's just say a year or before a year. This child is not even up to two years. And this child was literally passing out. This child was literally passing out. They had to pour water, turn upside down and all of that. You know, tears. I started crying. I just had to go down, turn around the estate and try to figure my way into that particular place. I already got my Uber to actually help them to the hospital and all of that. And you know, when I got there, the lady was telling me that they were trying to call the hospital. And then the hospital was saying that they cannot even admit the child. So I'm like, so if you can admit the child, is the child going to die instead? Like, how do people even think? I just thought, you know what? Just put the child into the car. Let us get there. And let it be that they denied us there at the gate. Let us get there. And I'm wondering, something got me thinking. I was talking to my doctor friend and I was like, most times you don't really blame them. You don't blame them because they don't even want to take them into the hospital. And they don't have the proper medical tool to treat them. So they prefer those people not to die in their hospital. That's why they always say, oh, we cannot let you in. And it sucks. It's so sad that in a country like Nigeria, we really don't even have the basic things. The basic things. I googled a lot of countries that had that had um, free medical attention. And one of the countries that, that drew my attention so much was Seychelles. Now, Seychelles is very tiny. Very tiny that you cannot even see them on the map unless you zoom in. But guess what? In Seychelles, they give free medical attention to every Seychelles. And I'm like, how do these guys even do it? It's not a function of because we are large. No, there are other larger countries, even larger than Nigeria. But then they make life easier. They make the society conducive for citizens to live in. If my society is conducive, I wouldn't even be thinking of leaving my country to even further my education. I wouldn't even think the crime rate would be low because I'm not going out of my country to, to look for greener pastures. I have everything figured in my own country or even go for that education or whatever reason Nigerian youths leave the country for. I am not leaving the country because I want something. I'm going to stay in my country because I know that in this country, I have everything I want. Honestly, this is something that we really do not talk about. People are scared of talking about it because they don't want people coming after them. But you know what? The earlier we start telling ourselves the truth, the better for us. How long are we going to continue keeping quiet? This change we want, how do we get it? Have you thought to ask yourself that question? How do you want this change you want? How do you get it? Are you going to sit in your bed and say, oh, I have a nine to five job and then I'm okay. What about the next person? What about the person next to you? If you're okay, it doesn't mean the person is also okay. So how do you get this done? How do you put this shit together? We really need to start talking about these things. Wherever you go to as a Nigerian, be that change. Be that change. Don't make it so hard for other Nigerians also come there. Whereby you go to these countries and make those places even not conducive for their own citizen. Go there. Get your stuff right. Get everything you want. Get stuff that they don't need to start coming after you. Or stuff that won't even implicate you. Be on their lats. Be alert. Know what's happening around you. Go there if you're going to study. If you're going to start a new life. Focus. Don't go there and start to make things. Don't go there and start to... It's not your country, man. It's not. No matter how much you stay there, you become a citizen of that country and all of that. You have a route where you're coming from. 
So in as much as you're planning on leaving to that country you want to go to, go there and make the best out of it and not the worst. If you're going to join anywhere, the health sector, I know a lot of Nigerians leave the country to join the health sector. Go there, do what you can do, learn what you can learn. If you can set up your own business in your home country, Nigeria, start it up. If you cannot, focus. Focus on the reason why you are there. Get, get done with what you're doing there and move on with your life. See, life is simple when we start to abide by rules guiding it. But when people have to live a, a careless or carefree life, you know, we start to make it even harder for other people. So live if you can. Live if you can. If you're not getting the best out of this. Yes, I said leave. Oganze says leave if you can. But then when you get there, put your shit together. Don't make it uncomfortable for the people living there or for the people who are after you who wants to come to that particular country. Focus on everything you want to do. That's the sole reason why you want to better your life. See, nobody actually wants to suffer. If the government can make the change you want, then you make it yourself. And while you're making it, ensure that the person next to you is also able to make it with you. Don't be selfish. Don't be selfish. If you can help, help. If you know you can help directly, you can help with your substance. If you can't help with your substance, there are a lot of NGOs out there that you can reach out to. And as much as you're reaching out to them, they're going to reach back to the society. So, there are different chains if you want to make use of them. There are chains of distributions, different chains. If you know you can't really reach out to people, you want to remain anonymous, you can reach out to NGOs. There are NGOs looking for sponsors. There are people looking for people that will reach out to them and also contribute to the society, right? So, let's just make everything appropriate. That's the essence of this podcast. I'm urging everybody to please make everything appropriate abide by the rules while you're still in nigeria you still need to abide by the rules governing the country you are in do not make a nuisance of it nigeria is a country where they really don't care about you (laughs) they're gonna lock you up in the police station or in this prison they don't care about you so you live in a country that does not even give a shit about you so what do you do you put yourself together that's what you do these guys don't even know they don't even know you they don't even know you so the best way to actually help yourself is to put yourself together while you are here live while you can and as you're doing this also make sure that you are being prayerful you are prayerful look out of 100 percent of everything that happens in the world 99 is spiritual i don't know who needs to hear this but the spiritual actually governs the physical you cannot embark on something without involving the god factor I don't know whatever religion you belong to, but whatever you believe in, a Muslim, a Christian, whatever you are, whatever you actually worship or try to involve that God factor, that thing that is a covering over you, that thing that works for you, always involve the God factor because it really goes a long way. Honestly, I'm a Christian. Each morning I wake up, I'm like, Lord Jesus, order my step, protect my going in and coming in because I know that it's beyond my own power. It's beyond my own strength. I cannot do it alone. That's why I always involve the God factor. Honestly, we really need to start to look into these things. I honestly appreciate everyone who has listened to these points. Thank you so, 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 so much. I cannot thank you all enough. Thank you so much for listening to this point. And sadly, I have to end this podcast here because I really don't want to bore you guys with very long talks and all. Thank you so much for listening. Whether you're listening on your way to work, on your way back from work, at the comfort of your home, 
wherever you are to your offices your business thank you so much for listening to hard talk with Oganze. trust me i'll be bringing up so much amazing content like this and also feel free to suggest content you want me to talk about content you want um to profess solution right and always remember that each day you wake up always have ask yourself how am i solving humanity problem how am i solving day-to-day problems because in solving day-to-day problems you're also solving your own problems right thank you so much guys feel free to always listen and listen again i would put the link to this podcast in my bio you can always come back and listen or you can always share to somebody somebody might want to listen to this podcast follow me on all my social media handles on facebook Ogante mackenzie on instagram Ogante mackenzie official and on twitter at Ogante. Mackenzie. I'll drop them also in the description box so you guys would actually see them and follow them. Thank you so much for staying through to this point. Thank you so much for listening. I appreciate your time. I appreciate all um, the effort of those who took out the time to answer my questionnaires. I love you guys. Stay safe. COVID-19 is real. Corona is out there. You need to stay indoor if you do not have anything doing. Right now, election is coming up and <laughs> the society is no longer safe. There are a lot of fights and, you know, what have you out there. So if you really do not have any business outside, sit at home. Sit at home, stay away from COVID. If you're out there, wear your nose masks and make use of your hand sanitizers and practice social distancing. I love you guys until I come your way again on Saturday. Stay safe. Thank you.